Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, over 820 episodes. And Tuesdays, we've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, we do expect a Mad Mike to join us here momentarily. He's uh, handling a few things and uh, should be doing a run-in here uh, as we get into the show. But we figure we don't need to keep you guys waiting on the live feeds here on Tuesday night, but we do have a very special guest with us this week from the Kincaid compound in, I don't know, I'm again, I, I want, I wish you were in Katanning so I can keep the uh, alliteration going, but with us is Tony Kincaid. That is way too many Ks. Yes. Yes. And way the wrong number of them. So I apologize. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> anyways, Tony's with us, uh, uh, commentator extraordinaire for every company I think I work with now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? And we're like, oh, you're here. Oh, you're here again. Oh, okay. You're here. It is, but it's not like, oh, you're here. It's like, oh, hey, you're here. You know, so <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's depending on if I'm in one of my moods, it can be a oh, depends on the day. It, it does depend on the day a little bit, doesn't it? So, yeah. no, I'm glad you joined us. We actually just got to work with each other, and I had your voice in my head in editing this week um, for the Revenge Pro uh, show, which is apparently making some news. Uh, so, we talked about it last night on the Monday show a little bit, and then that's been getting some rounds. Um, so I'd love to talk to you about your experience with that here a little bit uh, later in the show. And of course, of course, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, which is your home base, is coming up this weekend. Uh, very excited about that, including a new match that was just announced. I, I can't wait to uh, see how that turns out as well. Um, so, and you guys holding the fort down because I know I am in Florida this weekend for another um, another uh, situation uh, that I'm involved in. Um, but anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Hit us up at that email address. Ooh. Good good times. Good times. Good th- I'm sorry. Good, let good me time. try again. Yes. At good that time. E- at that email address. Good times. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Thank you. Thank you. He's done enough of these shows. You should know what's going on, right? <laughs> so. Usually I just, this is where I tune out because you're just shilling. <laughs> okay well that's the same thing i do for you so um yeah. anyways uh you can check out everything at uh, oh hit us up at the phone number is 412-206-wms0 is the hotline leave your messages and uh we, we if you anybody used it we, we use we, we bring them up on the show we used to do that a lot so um i know it's the phone who uses the phone anymore you guys are in the chat room and everything um they're doing good times in the uh in the yeah previewing the i usual, saw podner did it previewing Thank you, podner. yes previewing the usual rwa chaos uh says tina out there in seattle um Hi, yes so anyways um yeah do that and i'm at mayhem show on the twitter and of course uh join us on the facebook group where there's a lot of great discussion throughout the week right sharing a lot of stories and uh we got a great crew over there and of course um you can see us live every tuesday at 9 p.m eastern time on the wrestling mayhem show facebook youtube and the sorotron media twitch and on the indie wrestling.us uh, YouTube and Twitch pages. We are no longer broadcasting to Twitter. There's a little bit difference in uh, some of the technology that's going on right now. We are 
broadcasting on the uh, uh, Twitter spaces. I know there's a little bit of a uh, uh, fuzz and clicking that's going on there. We're kind of trying to sort out what what's going on, trying to bring everything you know off the board uh, into the phone and, and figuring out how everything works appropriately. Um, I got some new methods I think I'm going to experiment with next week if I get a chance. Um, so, um, but but anything anybody wants to check that out, that function is out there if you guys want just want to hear the audio and whatever you're doing. And I've been enjoying it. Uh, the Rev, Coffee with Rev, I was listening to RJ. Uh, I was listening to RJ makes coffee in his underwear uh, while I was doing my walk in Erie Sunday morning, actually. Um, so so it's been really, really handy with that. So, you know, maybe mayhem in your ears during your workout. Um, and, of course, you can uh, find us on all your those fine podcast providers. And uh, you can check us out on the Patreon page, patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem shows. You can support the show and we... Uh, uh, throw a couple of uh, 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 special things out there. I got some clips I still got to edit from last week for you guys. Uh, first of all, thank you to our supporters, our friends at the fan of the show level, Bo Diggity. This is the woo, right? Yeah. Woo. Woo. There we go. There we go. Uh, as well. I knew as- there was a woo somewhere in there. <laughs> Ed Burke and Team Hammerfist. Um, yeah, we just got to work on your cues. And Bobby F. J. Town. And at the Poppy Club level, Dave Potter. At the Pete's Club level, Doc Remedy and The Riz. And at the manager level, Bradley and Mother of Dragons, Tina Keys. Thank you, everybody that does support the show. You help keep this mayhem train rolling from week to week. And we do appreciate you. Uh, so anyways, uh, you know, I, Tony, I'll defer to you, like, cause I haven't talked to you uh, here and there at the shows. I know about everything going on. I don't know. I actually, I don't think I've seen you in person for a few, few months, actually. Uh, now I think about it, uh, it feels like, um, but like, I, I, what is catching your attention these days in the wrestling world is what I want to kind of start with in the general, uh, uh, wide world of wrestling, I guess we could say. So just just personally this has been the busiest month i've had doc and i have had as a as a duo since we started taking the show on the road from rwa uh we've had like three shows plus some work stuff you you for everyone who doesn't know i work social media as my day job and then august is one of the busiest months for that so mm-hmm. um in wrestling uh the resurgence of wwe in general has probably been like the like a light at the end of a really, really long, really, really dark tunnel. And now that we're starting to come out of it, like just everything that's going on, there hasn't been a bad, like a, like a, Oh my God, this was the worst thing I've watched on television in weeks, bad wrestling show in what feels like a month. Mm -hmm. Like just last, you know, with, when hit row came back, I was like, Oh my God, it's hit row. McIntyre <laughs> and Owens kind of the best promo, you know, that was talked about probably a couple weeks ago or whenever they did, but that was the best promo. And they said the W word. Ooh. And then last <laughs> night Gargano shows up, who is one of my single favorite wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. It's not like it's like mainstream the way it was during the attitude era. But you're not being inundated with, like, there were three matches, I think, on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And they were all good matches, and mm-hmm. all the segments were worth something, except for maybe one. I've I, 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 I been watching Raw. While I enjoyed Raw this this week, I d- was doing, like, just math as we were going in my head. And I was just like, I feel like we had the same amount of matches across three hours as we did on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Like, like uh, Dynamite's really good about, like, 
having these condensed matches, but they don't feel like you had really shitty five minute, you know, TV matches. Like right. like WWE has been like used to be like kind of feels like really notorious for right, um so like but like that's been interesting like it hasn't felt like a long slog it does feel long especially when you see the same Xfinity commercials over and over again, um that's honestly that's the worst part now <laughs> to watching three hours of Monday Night Raw uh, to the point where I'm gonna start DVRing it um so uh but but yeah it it's been um it, it really has been like I don't want to call it a renaissance. Um, of bits. I was reading an article today um, that I would love to hear some people, you know, I, I wish I, w- I wish I had a, I, I kind of want to message the people that we know in WWE be like, is this like, how's that vibe guys? You know, mm-hmm. um, but there was a good article I was seeing. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it again. I thought it was a wrestling ink, but it might have been somewhere else. Um, just like the whole, this is one of those backstage vibes from employees are, Hey, everything's really chill and we get to be creative again. You know what I mean? Like the idea, and you know, we've always heard this over the years. It's like, oh, it's like walking on eggshells when you're on, you know, show days and dealing with Vince and, and all that kind of thing. Um, but it, it seems like, and you, 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 you know, we talked about SummerSlam week. It just felt like a weight was lifted right off of like Michael Cole and everybody else, right? Um, and they're out there having fun. And I, I think that's when you guys are doing your shows, right? If you're if you're having fun, that helps push the show from the commentary side of things. Right. And, and if everybody, you know, you're seeing the faces, you know, coming and going, you know, people that you've heard, you know, and this is all, you know, stuff we hear, you know, dirt sheets. So what's actual facts you never know. Um, but like, it, it sounds like it's a, uh, the work environment may be improving for some people. Right. Yeah. No, I think the, the probably the best thing that I'm noticing about, uh, everything right now is that, that freedom thing. You can always tell, and maybe maybe it's because we're 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 plugged in, mm-hmm. um, but you can see you know when a smile is a smile and when a smile is a work smile. So to see joy during promos, to see those things where you don't see the bags under the eyes anymore, the the God, this promo has to be exactly seven minutes or else I'm going to get yelled at for thirty yeah. things of that nature, and 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 just the best thing a promoter or a producer or a writer or anyone on the camera side can tell someone who has a mic in their hands or is doing something to that effect is, Hey, go about, go about seven minutes, but you know what you're doing. Yeah. 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 Which is what we, you know, for right or wrong is, is what we hear happens at dynamite. And honestly, that's why I hear apps at indie shows, you know, yeah. like, Hey, you guys are the experts go kill it for 15 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of vibes, speaking of killing it, <laughs> yo, Mad Mike has graced us with his presence. Hello. Yeah, and look what shirt I'm oh, rocking. Oh, Johnny Wrestling, little little Johnny Banana Pants. Fantastic, fantastic. Hey, Mike, you just you just missed it. I I was just saying when his and and because I know Mike loves Johnny almost as much as I do. Um, have him back and have it not be like a. Breaking news: Johnny Gargano back in the WWE, and he just shows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and watching Canada, I light up where they're like, "Wait a minute, what?" And here in Rebel Heart, I forgot how much I missed Rebel mm-hmm. Heart. You know what I mean? Rebel mm-hmm. Heart is S here. Oh man! All right, I don't. I, I I need to parse my data a little bit more as I say this. Mm-hmm. 
it might be the best theme in the past five years. <laughs> oh, I call it that is a high bar. It might be. It wow. might be. I'm not sure. And, I have is, to... and we've had a good few years of wrestling music. Yeah. Right? Like, like, like that Daniel Bryan theme and AEW fucking slams. <laughs> I co-op this. And the reason why is I don't think Johnny Gargano has had a bad theme. Mm-mm. From Cruiserweight Classic to DIY to Rebel Heart, to All Heart No Soul, Crumb Hearts, and uh, Tommaso, too. Tommaso has never had a ba- bad theme, Mm-mm. except for the brief moment they had a bad theme, but we won't talk about that time. <laughs> uh, these, these it was two just for the... a minute. <laughs> it was just for a second. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Did, wait, did you just see the indie thing? Sorg! It's gonna happen. Well, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Index versus okay. in couple. It's gonna happen. <laughs> so, so roll back a second because I wanted to finish to close the loop on our thought. Um, as I'm adding, uh, this re- is all about the way. So, yes, it's a, it is a closed loop. So, so I, I only saw the visuals here while we were talking. While uh, it was right when Mike was coming in, and uh, I saw it was it was Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell, and and they embraced, they kissed. And then he backed out the door, the double door, holding it open, and you see the police lights mm-hmm. flashing from the side outside. Because he, he has actually killed the Miz. He 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 closes the door. He lets the door clo- uh, go to close in front of him. Two cops come in and start arresting him. She looks at she looks down at the at the uh, at the piece of paper, and then the, the words I did see were goodbye, Indy. Goodbye, Indy. I less than three. You. Oh. Oh, no. no, I mean, come on, come on! It, it's gonna happen. It's gonna. All I know happen. is what is happening. He's gonna post his bail. They're going to be Bonnie and Clyde. And it's gonna be amazing. All I know is but what it, I just watched. And have you ever wanted to see Sorg cry on a show? Uh, <laughs> but that was it's so like that's such a cinematic simplicity right there, mm-hmm. like that we would have never seen. Like like the concept of trusting. Dexter and Indy to be in position properly. Don't like this is a big shot. We only got one shot at this, so you guys need to hit your marks because this is the angle we have to shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, mm-hmm. you got it. Um, and they hit it, and it's one of those things that it pays off on something that rewards loyal wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And even if you weren't keeping up at that time when when Index was a thing, mm-hmm. you get it because mm-hmm. it's it's a common thing it's yeah. you understand the the guy kissing his girl as he's getting arrested yes get that, yes that thing yes it's perfect it's, we're making movies pal um, we're making movies, <laughs> but, all right, okay all right but so so and this is all with the character that doesn't speak like like it's one thing to do this it to like really set up a whole story dexter loomis does not speak mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he has spoken like maybe a word on camera in WWE and NXT. Mm-hmm. That's he damn impressive. He doesn't need to speak. Mm-hmm. His doesn't. face says nope. it all. Nope. Like if he would say like I so I remember when Dexter was Sam Shaw in TNA and he was doing his thing with Ken Anderson and they kept having him deliver these lines that while he was delivering them well, was in, were inherently written shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, him yelling, what are you doing in my bedroom? And he's clearly in a toddler's bedroom. That makes your, you look like a <laughs> joke. And your entire concept is, I am this quiet serial killer. Mm-hmm. 
That's been his thing since I first saw him wrestle. Yes. So now he's the serial killer with a heart of gold. He's Dexter. Duh. Yes. But yes. He, he has this sweet spot for the people he has sweet spots for. And for everyone else, he'll strangle you with his bare hands. Mm-hmm. There's something beautifully sadistic in that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, it's eventually going to get to a point where Miz is going to come back. He's going to call Dexter Loomis. Miz and Maurice are going to like double team him. And then Indy Hartwell is going to come out from nowhere. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. Oh, it's so <laughs> magical. NXT black and gold has turned into NXT red and blue, and I'm here for it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it is kind of beautiful. And, and kind of to that, and and I don't know if this is something I said out loud. No, it is something I said out loud. Literally, I remember I was, we, we, I was talking with Missy about the stuff happening with Triple H, because I think I just read some headline or something. Uh, about uh, some more movements that were happening. People that were let go or rehired or something like that. And I was like, oh, uh, the Shawn Michaels news, I think, broke late last week, right? About how he's now um, a part of Talent Creative, like vice president of Talent Creative now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, And I was like, I was like, wow, D- you know, DX is running the show. I'm like, I'm just kind of waiting for them to rehire Road Dog or something. I just remember <laughs> walking into an elevator Friday night in Cleveland saying those words out loud and then i see the headline what this morning yesterday that road dog is back with this company but jeff jarrett's gone so i'm like yeah no that seems appropriate um so that's about right eh? so which all also is really interesting and watching uh because i'm catching up on young rock season two right now i have one episode left maybe we'll touch on that a little later um but anyways uh but uh yeah it just um i it's it's really interesting and it and it's like the good vibes that are according to the news quotes um that we read uh seem to um um extend to what's happening to the product on television that we get to enjoy again um so no very very good uh, and this is good for everybody if this steps up AEW's game this steps up everybody else's game you know um people come back which makes more room for on the impacts and and other promotions and new japans and whatever for other talent to come up fantastic fantastic someone, someone said so i was when johnny came back first thing i did after i finished watching raw was i watched the entrance again because i wanted to get a grip of like what the fans were doing and, and then mm-hmm, i made the mm-hmm. mistake of reading the youtube comments don't uh, ever read the YouTube don't read comments. it no but, no but i hate they so, pop up when you're watching AEW dark live Ugh. yeah it's just bad um but so the fans are you know and, and one of the guys says an unnamed troll bigger pop than kenny omega first of all no it wasn't <laughs> it was a great pop but Kenny is a, the workhorse and the number one over at AEW. They're not comparable. Don't do that. Secondly, why can't we like both? Why can't we mm-hmm. have wrestling for like, oh, I'm anti-WWE. There's AEW. Oh, I'm anti-AEW because they're a bunch of spot fest monkeys. Oh, cool, fine, watch WWE. Maybe you're like me who wants to just watch wrestling when he wants to watch wrestling. Now I have an option damn near every day of the week for what used to be 10% good wrestling. Now I have 50% good wrestling on any mm-hmm. given night. Yeah. And, I, if, and if it's bad, I can move over, but there's less to have to skip. And 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 interesting, because I literally just came across a headline in an article by a friend of the show, Ross Berman, over at uh, Wrestling Inc. 
um, that quantifies exactly what you're talking about, by the way. <laughs> so, so get this. So according to do 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 analysis released by WrestleNomics, Brandon Thurston, both Raw and SmackDown have seen an increase in the amount of actual ring time shown per hour. Measured in minutes per of wrestling per hour, that's a metric, I guess. Um, in some instances, we've added 10 to 15 minutes of wrestling to each hour of programming. Based, you know, uh, up from what we usually saw. Um, uh, make us out of more than a Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yes, thank you. That's shit. the one I was trying to remember. No, they're unifying all the all the uh, NXT. And oh, UK no, events, I see this, so, but... Yeah. Ooh, Mandy's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. She's had that belt for a while. She's had that belt for a no, while. No, she's had it for over 300 days. Yeah, oh, yeah so that'd be a while. All, all hell, the toxic chief. That's yes. what I say. Well, we talked about how the women of NXT are um, generally, so she really is the alpha there, um, I, th- I feel, in quality, so... Um, She's the toxic but I got to say, and I was I was saying this, I think, before you came on, maybe before the show, NXT is getting my attention. I'm loving I, I'm loving the I, British invasion that's happening tonight. Um, I've been telling you, Sorg, uh-huh. it's not it's not bad. Like, if you actually sit down and watch it, the lows are still kind of low. I watched I still... a good 45 minutes of the first hour and I was not like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's the bar right now. Right. Uh, so, um, but yeah, it's, that's, mm-hmm. according to this, the, oh, and back to this article, I think it's interesting. According to this, the August 22nd episode featured more than 27 minutes of wrestling per hour. Also, in, the increase also coincided with raw ratings being up over the course of August. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, hey, well, ulti- maybe if you show us more wrestling, we want to tune in more. And oh, no, no, it's not even it's not even more wrestling. It's more wrestling that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, this brings you bring the quality of your in-ring work up. That brings the quality of your promos up because you want your in-ring work to, to coincide with the good quality of your promos. It stacks up. Mm-hmm. Then as a show, Raw brings up AEW, which brings up SmackDown, which brings up Rampage, which brings up the pay-per-views. So this is how you build a medium. Mm-hmm that has a loyal fan base Mm -hmm. yeah so none of this is bad all of this is good the only thing that could be considered bad is that maybe you don't like having good wrestling maybe you really liked the crap wrestling like you liked it and that (laughs) shot it for the way in which case i'm sorry buddy well you know what also helps having promos that don't ramble and get to the point Mm mm-hmm yeah, like I, because I, I even saw that a lot last night with Judgment Day, because mm-hmm. Judgment Day has been very kind of hit and miss mm-hmm. with their promos. But last night they they hit their points, they got in, they got out, they made puns, and that's it. They got their point across. Like same thing with like I think Bailey coming back to the product helps WWE as a whole, mm-hmm. just in general, because. She's so dialed in with her character. Yes. She is absolutely dialed in. She she immediately, at least to me, became the best talker on Raw. Mm-hmm. As soon as she came back. And now that now that they're in like the women's tag team titles again, she can talk on SmackDown too and badmouth Michael Cole on commentary while she's sitting in the front row. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. To your point of to your point of crispness uh, on mic work. 
just take the Gargano promo, take Theory's part in it, then compare it to what he was doing pre-Vince leaving. Now compare. They got to it. They didn't beat you over the head with the way. They made a reference to it twice. And then point, point, point. I'm now the alpha dog. Johnny, you left. I'm king. Maybe you can carry my bag. Super kick and segment. Perfect. Good, good. And and also the people who maybe promos aren't their strong suits aren't talking anymore. Mm -hmm. Like Bobby Lashley says his words in the ring, which is where he should be. Because Lashley has improved a great deal. Absolutely. But without, without MVP, it's a little harder sell. Yeah. So... You just have him be a badass mm-hmm. and present him as such. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Owens is getting more promo time, but even his longer promos are to the point. Like even his longer promos, he hits because he's a goddamn professional. and He knows what he's doing. Like he's like when he says he knows who he is now, I don't think that's the character speaking, I think that's Kevin Steen talking. Like, he knows who this character is right now, and he's going to tell us all about it. Hmm. Tina, Tina said his uh, HBK's official title is VP of Talent Development Creative, which means that he that, that sounds a lot like he has Dusty's old job. Yeah, yeah, that Makes sounds sense. right. But is that for NXT, or is that for, like, across the board? Probably it's officially across the board, but I bet Sean spends most of his time in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, We're in a good place right now is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we are. I I just, I I hope, have we talked about the the potential backstage issues with AEW yet? We haven't, but I also, like, I'm not, I'm not sold on it being what it sounds like in the, headlines you know what i mean like that one feels sketchy every time i read an article you know but you know we, we know like you know, and we were and I, I think it was just in your coming in we we're talking about the vibe in the back is more positive and all this kind of stuff like it didn't read as sketchy as the articles about the aew stuff like cm punk's mad about this this and this and and hangman and all the stuff and tony khan can't control his people i don't believe it i don't believe it at all um i I believe aspects of it. I'm, I'm sure because stuff I, is happening, but like, like, so he, here's my thing. If I mean, wrestlers acting like children there, backstage, I don't know what that's like, that's, but anyways, but, but like, if there wasn't some truth to it, then I feel like Mox wouldn't have been your interim champion. It would have been MJF. Uh, because, because if you have MJF win that interim title and then you eventually have CM Punk come back, I don't think unify them. That's that's a built in storyline. You don't have to do the work because you've already done the work. I understand your hypothesis, but I don't think that's a symptom of the problem. Um, I mean, I think it kind of is. I don't think I don't think that's a definite symptom of the problem. You know what I mean? I don't think that's a clear symptom of the problem. I think this is a whole thing. I mean, MJF called Tony Khan on fucking Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a symptom of the problem. Yeah. Except for we don't know how much of that is real and how listen, much of that is Listen, I mean, yeah, of course. If it, of listen, course, if something happens on a microphone in a wrestling ring, I it's don't believe it. Okay? A As a rule, literally, people are injured in front of me, and I don't believe it until I see them limping backstage. Okay? 
Like and even, even that, then, you're, yeah, you're even then they, there's still, you know, whatever, you know, like I, I don't, if I see something in a promo on my camera, it better be part of a storyline. I'm putting it the fuck out unless you're, you do something that is definitely going to get everybody in trouble. Right. Like that, like the, I don't like that stuff seeping through. Yes. It's going to seep through. Yes. There's going to be little barbs that are thrown in there every once in a while. Right. But still, I don't believe as people watching on television or watching a show from the front row or me behind my camera half the time that we can judge what that is, you know? Oh, they got some, they got some problems. Like, man, we, we, we thought, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so would, we're, we're really going to kill each other in the late nineties in the attitude era. Right. Um, because you hear some glimmer of something about backstage problems, which honestly half of them are planted, uh, on purpose. Right. Um, you know, take a, a case in point. The I, was it the bad blood match between uh, Mankind and Shawn Michaels, where there is a quote unquote blown spot where Shawn Michaels starts flipping out about in the middle of the in the middle of the match. That was all the work, but it was based on the dirt sheet rumors of Shawn Michaels and Mick having problems. Right, mm -hmm. like that is so. You can't tell me I have until oh, yeah, I I'm, until I see MJF bearing the shit out of Tony Khan on an interview, and he's not contracted with with uh, AEW. I have no reason to believe there is an actual legitimate problem between the two of them that isn't something that is going to pay off down the line uh, on AEW or intends to. Maybe it never happens because some circumstance or another. But I can you cannot convince me. That that's a real thing. Okay, but I'm just saying it, it. I'm saying there are a lot of seeds being planted, mm -hmm. like like with the online rumors and with the stuff that's happening right now. Like mm -hmm. potentially on purpose. And it's possible that they're all true, and it's possible they're all false. You know, yeah. I haven't. The one thing about MJF is that I haven't seen MJF. Like MJF has not been anything but MJF since the Indies. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've never seen him not be MJF. He's he is that he's been that. Maybe Punk is a diva. Uh, obviously, Punk's a diva. We all know Punk's a diva. Listen, yeah. we all Maybe know Punk's an asshole. We right. love him. We'll cheer for him. I bought his T-shirt. Phil's an asshole. Okay, yeah. we know this. And so. Maybe he did do it without, and that's why they pushed it up. Maybe that was the plan all the time, was he was going to go into a work shoot to push it up mm -hmm. so they could get an extra storyline in. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. all those things are possibilities. The truth of the matter is, and, you know, Dave says it in the chat, there's a possibility Tony stretched himself too thin, Tony Khan, and he's running way too much, and he doesn't have the right support structure in place. That's possible. Mm -hmm. It could also be that this is controlled chaos because Tony wants that in the dirt sheets. That Khan wants everyone to think that this is unhinged and out of control because that's exactly how ECW made its mark. Mm -hmm. This is actually unhinged when reality Paul Heyman had things about as well. But under see, the thing is, money. so there was there at least at least from what my sorry to cut you off, but like I don't remember there being dirt sheets with people being fit. Other than the payment issue, other than being actually paid by Paul Heyman, there were no like backstage rumors at the time where like Paul didn't have control of his show. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've never, I've all I've ever seen was Paul was bad with money, but I've never seen that Paul couldn't run the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I heard almost the exact opposite where Paul was very meticulous about his show. Mm -hmm. He was a mm -hmm. shit financier. Mm -hmm. He was very meticulous about his show <laughs> and everything, even all the batshit stuff that happened. 
it was either Paul's idea or or Paul had a worse idea and this was the toned down version. Yeah. Like Yeah. And it's Tina says Tina says that some performers might be able to take advantage of Tony being a fan. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's, it's Dixie. In the same in the same vein, those same performers can take advantage of the dirt sheets because the dirt sheets are looking for headlines. Yep. And we have seen that a bunch of times with different writers. Meltzer has had it done to him more times than I can count him. While he wants to say that it hasn't happened to him, it has. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. popular. Okay. Yeah. If you if you can convince somebody with the with the with the typewriter to to put it in print, and if somebody sees it in print, it's it's fact, right? Um, so like to, to the readers, to the world, to yeah. everything. Goodbye. Hey, remember when, <laughs> remember when, uh, 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 Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, uh, wh- what was it? Was it the, uh, was it when they did fake diesel and razor and they like WCW came to him and says, you're, you're like, what, what's going on? What, what, why are they announcing this? And like, they're like, oh, we're not, you know. And um so, and and so and they completely got a raise in their contract and then sat there with the executives, yeah, and watched and watched fake Diesel and Razor come out and shrugged at them. So, <laughs> oh, you know, shit. what's up? Hmm. All of Legato's losing NXT. No, Santos really? just pulled up in an SUV and and he said, "You didn't think I was going to leave without you, did you?" <gasps> Aww. And my heart melts again. I love it. We're going to see Legato versus Hit Row on SmackDown, y'all. Um, literally, literally, Matt Carlin sent me the clip as you were telling me about it. And he says, uh, watch this and try not to get hyped for main roster Zima. Uh- <laughs> Dude, we could see Legato versus the new Vicious Viking Raiders. Oh, yes. And you see... Uh, Mrs. Rowe maybe a part of it. Yeah. At least she was in hey. promo. I uh, mean, I well, mean, she was at the Rumble. Okay, that's right. That's she was right. in the oh, Rumble. Right. So she I mean, was. like, so man, yeah, she, she was in the Rumble. We had she we rolls had a in. Reunion. If she rolls in as Viking mom, uh, I am down for it. Or Viking, hey, give <laughs> give me give me uh give me. You know what? If they they give her like, what's oh. All right, I'm gonna look up what the word for mother in Viking. Yes, yes, and please anybody that's watched uh, that's played way too much uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, please fill us in. Uh, so, um, fantastic. Oh, call her Modair. Modair. Oh, yeah, yes. Eric Ivar and Modair. Yes, yes, please. yes. It, wait, and is, is it is it seriously please. mother? Yes. Okay. Um, yes. And I don't want to. I'm sure we could find a cooler word. Um, I mean, that's actually a pretty badass word, actually. So, um, but I, I don't know. I just I, I know she left because of the kid and everything. So I think it would be cool if she came back as badass mom, right? Um, I mean, really, kind of Beth did, and uh, who else is? Yeah, uh, Becky. Becky. Um, and uh, so, the, yeah, so that 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 could be fun. Um, in in my head canon at least so i i am watching the non-audio version of this clip and it's fantastic it's like let's go for a ride up the turnpike guys this is this is the vibe this This is the vibe back in um the the summer before senior year when my buddy roll up and says let's go to niagara falls tonight (laughs) hey uh sorg i know we haven't done this in a while but yeah i think i think that i think she she going to the main roster kind of calls for are you ready okay i apologize for people wearing headphones there you go there you go no actually pat uh god i'm saying the name that's in front of me um 
Where am I at? <laughs> you don't know what's going on, Sorg. Sorg, Sorg got the vision of a Yinzer explosion on SmackDown oh. and just lost his mind. <laughs> like, oh, look at all these friends of the show on SmackDown. This Absolutely. Is um, uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I, I just had a message come through. I had to, I had to respond to, um, and then I accidentally sent another, um, uh, message by accident and it's somebody shouldn't have sent an accidental message too. Anyways, I'm multitasking here. NXT is happening. These are happening. Shima's going to the main roster. Another friend of the show, the Pittsburgh explosion that's happening. Mike's saying the air horn with his mouth again. So much is going on and so much is going on in professional wrestling, independent wrestling. Hell, right here in Pittsburgh or Erie or near Wheeling, West Virginia or where the hell else am I going this month, uh, next month? Um, but uh, so much is happening. You can check it all out at IndieWrestling.us, including the show that we just talked about last night with Revenge Pro. Um, and there's a fly in here. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, there's so much going on. We have two PWs, uh, Friday Night Fights, uh, just posted, um, I think, a couple weeks ago. This weekend's Renegade Wrestling Alliance. You can catch up. We just put, started posting clips from um, uh, in, in anticipation of this week's show, uh, Resurrection. Uh, we, we there's some clips and some matches going up this week on our social media of uh, uh, RWA's so many letters RWA's uh, aggression show uh, so you can catch up on everything that's going on there um, but yeah so so a lot of fun stuff going on there um, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry I'm getting some fun messages right now um, a lot of going on there a lot of stuff coming up on the networks and you can keep up with uh, the entire back catalogs that we have for VCW 2PW um, yeah, and, and, uh, and then on VOD for revenge pro and a lot of those things are included also on our YouTube page, a lot of free stuff, the spotlight slam show, uh, where you can catch up with what's going on with those promotions and what shows are coming up and promos and, uh, some promos you can't see anywhere else because of reasons. Um, and, uh, and so much more go check all of them out. They'll be there as long as I don't have to take them out because of YouTube, uh, copyrights. So, mm. Guys, use some use some royalty free stuff in your promos, guys, please. Uh, but anyways, a lot of fun stuff happening, a lot of stuff going on there, and of course, we're watching a bunch of stuff um, in and around that that we're talking about on this show. And let's get into that right now. Actually, Tony, you had an experience. Well, I do want to talk about Renegade Wrestling Alliance coming up this weekend, uh, but we did talk last night about Revenge Pro. It was your debut on the mic and commentary with Doc. You were teaming up with uh, Marcus Mann, that's a regular up there, um, which is great because he knows the landscape up there, right? And uh, everything going on uh, uh, in Erie, at least. And uh, and it was cool to see that team up. It was cool to see you guys, um, um, you know, uh, not around Pittsburgh, I guess. Like that's a, that's the first time I've seen you guys that far north as a team. Yeah, it was uh, it was special. Um, for for anyone that doesn't know, Doc. Um, Doc's the reason I do this. Um, he we we did hockey together, and he was like, "You'd be really good at this." And almost four years later, four years in November, we drove two and a half hours up to Erie to call a wrestling show, and <laughs> Wardlow just randomly shows up. <laughs> on top what are you of do? yeah, on top of Victor Benjamin, on top of Lady Frost, and oh and, and all the other great talent that's up there. I finally got to call it uh, Colin Delaney match. Uh, I oh, finally yes. got to meet Teaching Cloudy, who I've been fans of since 2010. And, you know, separate teams now, but when they were up in smoke in ROH, yes. big fan. Yes, yes. Um, 
So, I mean, that, that was just Tony geeking out about 2010 independent wrestling and being like, holy crap. I had no idea. Like, I honestly had no idea that was cloudy until like you guys talk, started talking about them on the commentary. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't catch the announcement. I didn't read through deep on the sheet. Actually, I don't think, I think it was just tag names on the, on, on our, on our front sheet. Um, and, which were blanked out anyways, cause it was a random button actually. So I wouldn't have known anyways. So, uh, because it was random button night, it was press your luck. Apparently, they had a big red button. They had a whammy board graphic. It was crazy. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun there, and there were a lot of great surprises. And we talked about those reactions and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, what was your vibe there? Because it was definitely uh, something probably a little different than RWA, 2PW, and, and other stuff you've been doing around. Um, I wouldn't say different. More like. This was probably the first time that I was like not a hundred percent locked into what was going on in Erie. So I was, mm-hmm. I, it felt like back when I like, when I did my first show four years ago, I was like, okay, what's going on here. But the cool thing was, is now I'm like, okay, what's going on here. And then I look in the locker room and there's Gannon and Duke main event. Mm-hmm. There's Victor Benjamin, there's Daniel Eads, there's uh, Bill Collier, you know, guys who i know marshall gambino is is helping out there you know i got to meet big league john mcchesney uh you know cj sensations back there all these guys that i work with regularly and so it just it i i I told sorg before the show started i had this real like surreal moment the next day after we got back from erie where i was just like i work in this business like Mm -hmm. i got to call a match where elijah Dean and Money Shot with Zach Nystrom wrestled Cheech and Cloudy uh, in separate tag teams and the main event. Mm-hmm. Not to mention Colin Delaney and 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 Captain Nick Ando. You know they're yeah. fantastic, right? So oh yeah, yeah. I, and yeah, then Colin absolutely. Delaney, like I love Colin Delaney. I think he's one of the best unsigned talents mm-hmm. in the, the the world right now. Um, definitely North America, probably the world in my it, opinion. It, Got to call it Colin Delaney. I get to I got to look at him and say thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, and yeah. Meet Colin Delaney and find out. Yeah, he's as humble as everyone says he is. Mm-hmm. I got to see Lady Frost, who I've never been able to call a Lady Frost match. And uh, I got to see Victor Benjamin. Never got to call a Victor Benjamin match. Both met them. Both found out that that they knew who I was, which is surreal. Like, <laughs> and got to ha- talk to them about mm-hmm. stuff. I got to see. You know, the the tweet the Lady Frost put out there. That's 100% true. I was talking to Victor Benjamin about something, and Wardlow comes up and says, hey, can I buy a battle buddy off of you? This girl, I want to give this to this girl. Just two of the biggest stars in the United States <laughs> just shooting about, hey, can I get a battle buddy so I can give it to this little girl? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And you're just like, this is my day-to-day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, and now everybody's talking about that moment in the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, now it went viral. And and again, not to, you know, again, don't read the comments because no, you no, read no, the no, comments no, no. on this amazing story and people are being like, shut up. All right. Like you don't, until you're in the back of a locker room working on this stuff, mm-hmm. um, you don't know how good a lot of, like 90% of the wrestlers I work with, 95, I would say. Uh, percent of the wrestlers I work with are some of the nicest human beings in the world. And yeah, we're goofy and yeah, we're stupid. And yeah, we make really bad jokes about, you know, our lives and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, putting out that stuff, my God, it was so much fun. 
Erie is such a fun place. That crowd, you know, it was it was about the size of an RWA crowd, but spread out a little bit more in the ballroom, mm-hmm. and they were just as loud as an RWA crowd. It was um I I know I know because of stuff going on like there wasn't as many people as usual in that room. Um, yeah. but I'm sitting ringside. And I'm I'm where, where you I'm on headsets with the back, and I'm like, hey, you know, you couldn't tell me that the crowd is down for how loud it is out here. You know, at yeah. least ringside. Like I had no idea that there was any difference in numbers. And there was, you know, there was a big eerie, like free concert happening down the street with Jaw Rule. So, you know, that like it's going to affect what's going on, you know. Yeah, there was, uh, there was I Jaw Rule with Maya. There was, I think, a nearly Sea Wolves game. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. The, the Avalon is in the middle of the city. Yeah. yeah. And this is all well, happening. Do you need with... a reminder who Jaw Rule is? No, no, no. We went through that last night. I don't want to do that to your throat again. I was just making sure. It's a weird statement. Sure. I had to prepare. I had salsa. I was just in case. I mean, if you want to do it for Tony so he can hear it. Oh, I'm Tony. I know who you... Rule is. I'm okay because Sorg Sorg was not aware. Okay, so I, had to... I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I wanted to make sure because like Sorg was curious. Mike, thank you for your and then, service. And then I filled him in. <laughs> <laughs> and I basically said, "What would I be without you?" And that's 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 what we did last night. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna do it anymore. That was about last Stop night. It. Yes, um, yeah. yes. So, um, but it, we sung that original song. Let them. <laughs> no, that's Ja Rule. I know. Let him sing it. You no. don't have to do it. No, it's fine. No, it's no, not. no. It's, it's it's absolutely fine. It's good. Anyways, yeah. um. Uh, Rochelle is going to be at RWA this week. And by the way, Revenge Pro, uh, press your luck. Uh, main edit is done. We have some, we have, uh, do some editing with some of the graphics and things that need to still go in it. That should be up. Um, I'm looking to process that. It'll probably be up for you guys on VOD uh, Wednesday night, if not Thursday at the latest. Uh, so you can guys go check it out. And of course, the clip with Wardlow is on the Indie Wrestling YouTube page, on the Revenge YouTube page, and on like every social media, the TikTok. A lot of people have been watching it, um, things like that. So, um, Rochelle is in the chat and says she's going to be at RWA this Saturday. Can't wait. Uh, Tony, uh, again, said I'm missing it. RWA is one of my favorite places to go. I have a lot of one of my favorite places to go. Basically, everywhere I go for wrestling is one of my favorite places to go, to be quite honest. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, but, but always for, you know, different reasons than the other ones. Um, uh, RWA has a pretty big show coming up this weekend. I saw just announced i believe today and we just saw yes. we just mentioned daniel eats he was in that big four-way with lady frost mcchesney and uh uh kevin bennett uh to to top off the the show saturday night in erie um but uh daniel eats will finally get his rubber match with brian johnson the former i believe ring of honor pure champion uh, if i'm correct uh they're gonna have a two out of three falls match this saturday at rwa that is going to be fantastic yeah, and uh, each of them have a victory over each other. So this is a rubber match, as you said. Uh, but both, neither of them have won through a finish. Sure, uh, they have not hit their finisher on each other. Mm-hmm. It's been roll-ups, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, they've these have been probably the closest matches where someone makes a, a slip, a mistake, and they're both such entering veterans that they capitalize with a roll-up. Mm-hmm. The two mm-hmm. out of three falls match eliminates that to a degree because you cannot take advantage of a slip up and win the match outright. Yeah. If they slip up, there's still another fall that you have to do. So that's 
where this comes into play. And I know Eads has been sort of rolling his brain for the last few months because we talked about it. And he really wanted to take on Johnson and clear this up. Well, now this clears it up in a big way. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to settle this debate of, of who's the better pure athlete in RWA. Brian Johnson, the Mecca, is phenomenal. But the man of tomorrow has been a staple at RWA and has been you know, three-time RWA heavyweight champion. This is, for, for those of you who like, I was talking about 2010 ROH, for those of you who like pure era ROH, this is a match you're not going to want to miss. This is going to be hard-hitting wrestling. Because it's not a dang, bad word anymore, and we've never had <laughs> problems with saying bad words at RWA. It's right. wrestling. Oh, well, definitely not at RWA. No. Something they probably shouldn't say. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, no, that's fantastic. So, um, yeah, that, that's going to be a big one. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, check it out. Of course, it will be part of the Indie Wrestling Network and Ringside members over on YouTube and VODs and all that after the fact next week. Um, so a lot of great stuff going on there. Um, a lot of, um, other matches. Uh, we have a big tag match with, I know, implications for the world title with some friends of the show involved, right? Yeah. Huge tag match, uh, involving, uh, J-Rock. And Ryan Edmonds, uh, who have, you know, Ryan Edmonds, the RWA heavyweight champion. J-Rock's calling himself the uh, true RWA champion. Um, and they've sort of developed this this thing where they unite. Uh, Rev has been chasing both of them for a while and brought in Chris Taylor to even up the odds. Chris mm-hmm. Taylor, of course, a staple of uh, RWA uh, as a member of the circle and singles. And Rev and... Chris versus J-Rock and Ryan Edmonds. Now, if Chris Taylor or Rev get the pin, they get a anytime you want contract for the heavyweight championship. Um, this is a huge opportunity. Rev had that chance pre-COVID, lost it to Ryan Edmonds mm-hmm. uh, when we got back. And since then, uh, Rev has not had a chance to get a what doc would call a fair shot at mm-hmm. the RWA heavyweight championship. I would say that it's been fair enough for Rev, but these are the hoops that Rev has had to jump through. Arguably, if he's able to get this, then there's no argument. He's the number one contender. He's been training with Chris for a while. Now, the interesting thing is what if Chris gets the pinfall? Well, then we have a Chris Taylor versus Ryan Edmonds circle versus circle chance. And, 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 so and it's not guaranteed that if they win, Rev is the number one contender. Yep. And it's not guaranteed that they're going to win at all because J-Rock and Ryan Edmonds are two of the best damn wrestlers in the Pittsburgh area. Well, so I, let's... Well, as you see, we, we, we see a video here. There's a little bit of training going on, apparently. Uh, yeah. I guess there's a little bit of a training montage uh, that, was, that was put out a little bit ago by the Rev uh, with Chris, Chris Taylor here. Um, and if I could skip it ahead a little bit, I think it got a little, um, I think, I think something happened that you're familiar with here. Uh, so, um, yeah. let's see, let's, let's skip ahead. Yeah. This scene looks yeah, like, no, I've seen yeah, that. yeah, you've seen that. This is, um, looks like there are a few sheets of the wind. Don't know how to wear shirts anymore. Um, so I, so this is apparently their, uh, teamwork preparation and they're chopping each other in the middle of the street. Um, yeah, that's, that's. That, that yeah, you were. I, you, I know you that were, that memory was blocked. Yes, 
and you were, you were it's passed along. You were passed along. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I at the Wicked Googly. Um, shout out to that bar. Yes. Um, because that was uh, the bar that uh, decided to uh, add a hundred and twenty-seven dollar surcharge because of Chris Taylor. So, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, Thanks. No. Guys. Oh no. And then we went to Spain. So Spain. Yeah, the Wicked Googly is how Chris Taylor pregames. Okay. Um, and when he dragged me off to, I don't know how I ended up in Morocco. And I don't know where um, the cameras came from either. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry. My... Okay. Um, okay. Can we talk about something else? I'm just like. I, I guess so. Uh, the, so uh, 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 RWA, a lot happening this weekend. Um, and uh, we won't um, pain you anymore with that. Uh, so that bar really named off of a Jerry Seinfeld MasterCard skit. I believe so. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure. Like I, I know Wicked and Googly are also, you know, other words, but the only <laughs> reference I have to them is a Jerry Seinfeld MasterCard. Tina just asked, uh, "Do I have insurance and bail money for myself just in case I go missing again?" And the answer is not enough. Mm-mm. I don't have Mm-mm. enough insurance. I don't have enough bail money. Um, I just—I mean this as uh, pretty much an endorsement. If you're worried about insurance and in jail time, don't go to an RWA show. Yeah, that's fair. That's my—that's my. That's my uh, you can put that. You can put that as a. Uh, 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 what you, uh, that's my review. That's my Google review. That's my. Uh, <laughs> that's a positive review. Okay, five stars. <laughs> So, is that just because you're worried about what will be, what would happen to you if it was a negative review? Uh, well, I mean, consider who's on this roster, guys. Like, this is a roster with everybody we just mentioned, plus like Shirley Doe, Troy Lords, the Gambinos, plural, uh, uh, Hentai, um, um, uh, HL Supreme, HL, he's always. Just like Shima's always going to be Shima, even though she's he's on his like fifth name, um, walking wild. Uh, but uh, which we didn't say, I realized tonight for for the newbies. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. But speaking speaking of uh, HL Supreme and the Sons of Liberty, they have a huge tag match mm-hmm. against. Wait for it, the Rock and Roll Express, the actual Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson. For the RWA Tag Team Champions, excuse me. Yep. Uh, last month, uh, Gory and uh, Justin Idol had to relinquish the titles because uh, Idol is having concussion issues. Um, if you watch Top Rope Tabletop, you know that he's a little bit loopy. Mm-hmm. So um, that's you know obvious. Um, and and uh, HL Supreme, I almost did it. Uh-huh. Um, I almost did it, but I caught myself. Um, said asked told Derek basically we were the last ones to hold it before them it's our title give it to us and Derek said okay I'll give it to you if you can beat these guys well these guys are one of the greatest tag teams of all time the Rock and Roll Express these guys arguably invented the modern concept of tag teams and tag team matches these guys are Hall of Famers HL Supreme and Dennis Gregory are probably one of the best tag teams in the area Mm mm-hmm Veterans and Robert Gibson are one of the best, greatest tag teams of all time. This is going to be interesting. Now, if the Sons of Liberty can beat Rock and Roll Express, that cements them as one of the greatest tag teams of all time. 
mm-hmm. um, firmly in my mind. And there are titles on the line. We could be able to say at the end of Saturday night that our the RWA Tag Team Champions are Ricky Moore and Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's that's going to be something. Looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to seeing that uh, for me in editing, but you should go buy a ticket if you're in the area um, or check it out after the fact. Um, some really good stuff happened there at RWA. Uh, and Tony will be on the mic for that. And, uh, of course, all the, the upcoming 2PW's uh, show at the end of September as well, which I think there's an RWA show even before that. So um, look out for all of that. So, um, And... If Tony was here, he would probably be able to partake. Our friends at Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, New York City style, yins are made, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, and the North Hills. Thank you to our friends for supporting the show. Uh, and uh, we will be back. Um, I want to talk about television. After this break, we'll have some fun with it, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. We are back. Wrestling Mayhem Show. We have with us Tony Kincaid, the voice of Renegade Wrestling Alliance and and like three other companies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Mad Mike with us as well. We were just talking about the end of NXT was happening and they're signing... Uh, obviously, they're doing unification matches for the uh, UK belts, which I will miss the UK championship belts because I thought they were uh, amazing looking belts. Um, and uh, they'll be back. They'll be back, they'll be back they'll, they'll along be back. with the European title. There you go. Oh. The European title will be coming back. And, and, and honestly, this is a good way because NXT UK, the talent that's been in NXT UK has been underutilized uh, internationally. We have some of the best wrestlers over in UK. Bring them over to the main roster. Bring them over to NXT US. Um, reboot NXT into NXT Europe, which is the rumor that's going around. I don't know yep. if it's official yet. Um, I thought it was confirmed. It might be confirmed. I'm yeah. not, I'm no, not it's confirmed. confirmed. NXT Europe will be starting next year. And okay. then you now have a feeder program in Europe. You have a feeder program in the US mm-hmm. uh, that can take from your ICWs. And you can also take from American Independence to the NXT. This is a good thing. This adds a, a middle layer internationally. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, it's it's all of Europe, not just localized around UK. Right. So you don't have this situation where where Gunther, formerly known as Walter, who is this big Austrian, Austrian beat-em-up, is being called the UK champion. This man's the champion of freaking Europe, mm-hmm. Asia. Mm-hmm. And even though he didn't step into America until recently, he's the champion of everything, and we respect him. Mm-hmm. So he will chop your chest off. The most appropriate intercontinental now, champion, right? Now, so. here's what I'm wondering. Though, because they're also unifying um, the NXT title and the NXT and the and the NXT UK title. Right. I wonder if we get whoever the WWE Universal Champion is against the unified NXT champion at Survivor Series. I kind of doubt it, honestly. Uh, why you, why would what? you do that? You wouldn't want to see Roman Reigns or Braun Breaker because I'd like to see that. I don't think it's a Survivor <laughs> Series thing. I, I I don't think I don't think they're they're mixing that. Well, much. we won't be doing champion versus champion anymore unless someone's fighting <laughs> themselves. Uh, well, yes, because we haven't battle. we haven't split the belts up. No, no, we haven't. 
So um, I, I don't know. I'm are just saying were, it's a possibility. Are we even doing that this year? I don't know. It's it's I, we know there's a draft coming, right? Um, I, I haven't heard anything about a draft. Uh, I heard I, I heard been, something about a draft. But I heard it's still up in the air. I, I read something rather. Than I, I just it, I just saw a headline about this is what USA execs are saying about a draft or something like that. Well, um, no, they they want a title. I don't think they care about a draft. I don't think they care about the particular players. They want what? They, they want, want a they, title? They, they, they want a championship on Raw. A USA championship? No. Like, like. Oh, they want a main championship, you mean? Yes. Roman is a SmackDown guy. So mm. he's primarily on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And they'll get then they'll get one. This see, this is what frustrates me about execs. You're calm down. We're getting there, all right? <laughs> and and, the, and spoiler alert, the ratings are going up without it. Yes. Yeah, so like you guys, you want a champion. I understand that. Really appreciate it. You'll get one in, in soonish. In, in due time. In due time. Yeah, but your ratings have been up in the last month, and you've been relying on mic work and Kevin Owens beating the crap out of everyone like it's NXT in 2014-15. So calm down, all right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let, let them do their work. Mm-hmm. Um. So... The article, and and again, I'm I'm usually you know like it, it's come from Wrestling Inc. I, I take a little bit more stock in it, at least what they're hearing. Um, so do 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 do. So it's not so what's that? Was USA Network talking to talent? That doesn't that doesn't no. make sense. I'm I'm almost that, guaranteed that does USA not Network make sense. Talents are initially told the draft was slated to take place the week after the, the upcoming event. Uh, yada, 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 September 9th edition. Raw Talent's not booked for September 9th. Um, I, it was no, it wouldn't line. be September 9th. We would supposedly have supposedly listed on an internal calendar for September. Eh, whatever. Um, I, I don't care if there is one. It, I, I don't, I don't care a designation of you're on Raw, you're on SmackDown. Because I'm worried it, about wrestlers wrestling and interacting where it and, makes And sense. here's the thing. If we're bringing up, let's see, See, you know Triple H is in charge because we're using here's the thing a lot. So here's the thing. <laughs> if if we're bringing in people like Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis, Legado Del Fantasma, Hit Row, mm-hmm. you don't need a fucking draft. No. no. No, no. If you just put new talent on your shows, that's how you get fresh matchups. Yes. Sure, you can switch a couple people if you want, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to mention like, that, that bringing those guys in adds instant credibility to your quote-unquote mid-card titles. I mean, you now have the U.S. in the air continental being defended in matches that matter, which mm-hmm. we actually have the intercontinental title being defended on a pay-per-view in a, in a week or so. Oh, yeah. That's huge. Yes. Can, like, Shame like, missing Gunther, man. That's going to be enough. so... That's going to burn, I, the, dude, that's gonna when, burn the building down. Yeah, I when, cannot wait. When that went down, and I'm like... Am I excited about a Sheamus match? Like I like Sheamus, but I haven't. And and here's the thing, like Jesus, did again. Um, Sheamus, like I could I could see a future where Sheamus wins this because it's him completing his Grand Slam championship. Because Sheamus has done everything except the IC title. He even has the cherry on like winning money in the bank, winning the rumble and being king of the ring. Like he's probably the most decorated person in there. That's never been IC champ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it, and, it's it's possible. I I could see a world like that too. But I also I know we're guaranteed the world where Gunther and Sheamus have a hoss fight mm-hmm. for eight to twelve minutes, mm-hmm. maybe longer, but eight to twelve minutes of just big guys beating the crap out of each mm-hmm. other. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Oh, my. <laughs> God, it's so good right now. It's so good right now. Hey, you know what else is good? I have one episode left, um, but I'm I'm almost done with season two of Young Rock. I didn't even know season two was out, and then it was like popped up on my on my radar and like Hulu, right? Um, have you guys been watching this show? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I've seen I've seen I've seen the Young Rock. It's 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 a fun retelling, you know. Obviously, for a lot of things played with comedy. Even there's some stuff recent because they're getting into his uh, debut in WWE um soon that or... was weird it was it <laughs> that was weird that was like watching wish.com's version of survivor series 96 it was a little bit it was very <laughs> odd i did appreciate and uh spoiler alert i suppose if you haven't watched it i did appreciate colt cabana uh uh playing uh brooklyn brawler though i never knew that made sense until it happened i know yeah, right like, no no that's right that's that yeah, Wait, that's that's Cole Cabana. That was Cole Cabana. Really? There's no way that wasn't Cole Cabana. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah, I don't think Cole that Cabana. was. I don't think that was Cole Cabana. But okay, I- I'm looking at I'm looking at the credits right now. It was Cole Cabana. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that okay. other. I don't know that other wrestlers have played other wrestlers. Oh, oh, okay. No, I'm confusing. I'm conflating Brooklyn Brawler with um. Harvey Whippleman. Okay, that's what I was confusing. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't recall that at all. But no, that that tracks more. Okay. Yes. Um. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I just f- finished watching the episode where uh, Macho Man is uh um um at an opening for the Sears and then starts working mm-hmm. <laughs> for a bit. Um. And just uh, has undying love for Sears. Um. Uh. The uh. The uh. uh Mama Rock and uh. And uh. Elizabeth drinking um, episode. Uh, it, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's 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 fun retellings of things, and it's like I can't imagine that this promotion of Hawaii literally had all of the people we know from WWE and nobody else, because that's how it's represented. You got Jake. You 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 have the uh, uh, birth of Damien. You have a uh, 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 Macho Man, Andre, Iron Sheik. Uh, Pat Patterson and Mean Gene Okerlund are on commentary. I'd love to actually look up that promotion. I did actually, when we got to the Jerry Lawler stuff when he was in developmental, um, they brought up a promo and I, I got to Google uh, the it was USWA and I and I found the Flex Cavana um, <laughs> promos. And I didn't watch it because I was watching the show at the time, but it's like, oh my god, this does exactly look like this. It was, it was a mm-hmm. weird room with a pink throw light on the background you know it was like it was studio wrestling kind of set up and i was like no because like you know i know they're taking liberties you know a little bit for for show and everything like that uh but i'm just like no way that they did this you know this way um and like no this is exactly what they did holy crap um so it's been a lot of fun um um with that and of course they jump back and forth a lot with you know you know young rock and you know rocky's deal with uh tony atlas and it's just very strange um um Tony, you talked about like kind of being there for you know around around the wrestlers uh, this Sunday night. Um, seeing Tony Atlas talk to um, Child Rock about a woman's feet. 
<laughs> I thought that was very, as a very person funny. who has interacted directly with Tony Atlas, uh, <laughs> is a very surreal thing, true. a very surreal thing. And to see that thing that we all knew about as, as diehard wrestling fans and heard the and stories, watchers of legends house and watchers of legends house, you know, like, so yeah, I guess it, it was out there, but to see, I mean, there's legend house on WWE network, but this was on NBC represented, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, like it just like, Everybody knows now. <laughs> you know, there's a little. A little... Bit, it's, it's a little bit inside baseball that you're just like, I didn't know we were doing like wrestling secrets exposed to. Like... Oh, so much, right? Because, Holy God! Like the parts where he's like, where he, when he get the call up and he's having a match with Lawler and he's thanking all the ring crew as he's getting put in holes in front of them and selling and just saying, winking at them and say, "Hey, thanks for working with me" and all this stuff. Like that was a lot of fun, right? Um, uh, and and it just just that and 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 the way they do kind of talk about how the business works and selling and everything like, like they're using really deep words and very unapologetically sometimes they you know do that extra explanation for the people that that aren't into wrestling to that that display. like when they have a baby Roman Reigns yeah oh my god when they have baby Roman Reigns <laughs> that said acknowledge me as if he did that back then of course I, he did I can't yeah, believe absolutely. that he did absolutely. that back then no no no, no. I will. I will say this: the casting has been on point. They are pretty much people, yes. Like, my God, it's been really good. There's been I, some weird ones. I, I have I have one issue. Okay. The dude, and I've said this before. The dude playing Macho Man looks the part. Mm-hmm. The voice, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, of course, sorry. you take offense to this. I do. Okay. I'm sorry. The no, because the guy they got to play Andre. Doesn't look like Andre at all, mm-hmm. but gives off the oh. presence of Andre. Yes. Oh, he does. He, he does gives off the sure. presence, of, and he does a really good job with it. Yes. Everything you've ever heard about Andre embodied in that man. He does mm-hmm. a phenomenal job with it. But Macho Man is so specific. He has such a specific voice that we've all heard throughout our entire lives, and he just... They couldn't all be home yeah. runs. You can't get like... like yeah, I know. Have- no, I know. What are they gonna do? Cash J Lethal? Like he's the only one who can probably do like that part of Macho Man. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. <laughs> no, I, I mean the, the guy's from Poughkeepsie. I wish he would just look me up. I'd, I'd give I'd give him some voice lessons. Okay, you know? so put that yeah. out there. So his name I have. I have an he has not respond. Oh, you you tagged him directly. Well, we'll have this yes. video. Um, do you have any creative advice that we could maybe you know we've had really good um. We've had really good um, fortune with our clips being seen by the people that we want to talk to mm-hmm. in the recent yeah. weeks. Uh, hello, Effie. Hello, uh, uh, Lady Frost and Victor Benjamin. Uh, you know, you know, by the way, trademarked you... Lady Frost. What's that? Trademarked Lady Frost. What do you mean trademarked? She owns her own. She owns her own name now. Oh, good. Oh, good. Somebody's yeah. been talking oh, she, to... She just announced that today. Good. Well, somebody's been talking to... Well, she does know David Lawless, so I'm sure she got yeah. the hookup, you know. Um, and it's a process. I'm sure she's been at it for a bit. Uh, I'm sure it came up when she was doing contracts and stuff, too. Um, but anyways, what is... The actor's name is... Damn it, I just had it in front of me. Kevin... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to call to talk to Kevin McKaylee, Directly, what do you have for him in his? Um, if, if if they're going into season three, and we're going to still have Macho Man involved in these stories, 
what is your advice to this professional actor to play the Macho oh, Man Randy no, Savage? Uh, okay, first, I want to say, he's doing a phenomenal job playing. The absolutely. Part. He's playing he the part. Is, he absolutely is. fine. I, I could not give tips on how to and he is and and i want to point out he is playing early proto macho man not full-on wwe macho man so um, you know have you seen early macho man promos i know he just talks like that. his voice did not change (laughs) okay i saw i saw i saw an early macho man promo where he's talking about his baseball career Uh uh-huh you know what? He still sounds a little like this. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't do all the mannerisms and everything, but he's still, he's got that little gravel in his throat. Like he's been gargling Marlboros. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just have to kind of, you, you got, you got to go a little gravelly, a little gravelly. Okay. Okay. Well, the mortal, yeah. the, uh, prepare the lozenge, right? Do you think maybe mm-hmm. he was practicing, had it on point, but is not sustainable for repeated takes on a sitcom? I, I, I think that's fair. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, I mean, if the poor know, guy, I, I like, get it. I'm looking at his background. He, you know, there's this article here on Looper talking about he was in a web uh, web series. He was on a movie called Badlands. He was something called Zeroville. You know, things like that. Um, where he's basically he's basically playing a hipster or a cowboy, apparently. So I, I don't know. Maybe he has some uh, work on. You know, maybe he has a stage show he's working on that he really needs to not mess up the voice. And he's like, I would love to. I got the look. I got the persona. I yeah. got the and, movement. That's the case, I but get the voice, yeah, you have I to, cannot you have to deliver. Protect the gimmick. Yes. I get it. Um, also, Vince does not resemble Vince whatsoever in that show. Well, like I said, they're all kind of funhouse mirrors. Do you know who was dead on though? Uh, when Colt was great as Brooklyn Brawler. Um, Pat Patterson is also great, but yeah. and he Cole was, also knows who Brooklyn Brawler is. Absolutely, so he knew exactly absolutely. how to yes. make that on point. <laughs> Haku, yes, Haku was a dead ringer. Okay, okay. Um, he was only in briefly, and again, haven't seen the final episode. Um, Michael Hayes, yes, was dead <laughs> on. I'm like yes. I, to the point where you're like, wait, did they get Michael Hayes? Oh shit, this guy's good. You know, and you know, like everybody's just like in that weird, like uncanny valley of no, 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 you know, kind of thing. Um, and not in a way like, you know, when you see a movie about somebody's life and they show the pictures of the person and they just look like a normal person, but they were just played by Tom Cruise. And you're like, well, this kind of disconnects, doesn't it? Right. Like, that's kind of like this, except like, I don't think anybody's more attractive than their original. It's like it works backwards. <laughs> in this in this case um so and that's not a dig that's just like a casting kind of apparently like uh of visuals stone cold is played by luke hawks oh okay yeah okay luke hawks who um he teams with his son in nwa last i saw it's been a while and he was also working and i think is on uh heels on stars mm-hmm. um and i think he plays a character on there too doesn't he if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. so yeah, no, that's good. I was wondering because I would love to. I need to see a list because no, nobody's um, directly identifiable to me. But I did wonder after seeing Colt, like, and I had been wondering, like, how many of these guys are actually wrestlers, right? So I feel like all the Samoan family that's represented on the show are are om- like other than the top build, probably ac- actors and actresses, um, um, are probably Samoan family. <laughs> are probably literally just. They pulled him in his family. Um, it's potentially to play the roles. accurate. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that feels like that. You know, like we need some tones. Well, here's some, we we got them all over here. Let's let's you know 
the, the family the family is large in 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 the business so did we confirm toa is a part of the show in some fashion uh he's the rock he's uh oh i don't know if he's on the show yeah because we, we we know no, he's still he's still, doing... he still works as the rock stunt double okay okay so um then for anybody new Somebody we interviewed back in the baby days of this podcast when he was on American Gladiators as Toa and and found out that he was The Rock's cousin and um, and stunt double for his first batch of movies. I think he had three movies at the time. <laughs> so, um, But anyways, oh, geez. Um, well, with that. Well, the guy, the guy they got to play, uh, I'm, I'm looking at the, the roster right now. Uh, they don't have everyone listed. Mm-hmm. For the other wrestlers, so that's on. Luke Hawks was also on Wrestling Society X to throw that loop around. Well, of Tina. <laughs> so, Alter Boy Luke, he was called. Okay, and then Tina thinks that the Maya Via promotion was an NWA territory. That makes sense. That really makes a lot of sense, actually. So, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, guys, let me know what you learned from wrestling this week. Hmm. I've learned way too much. Yeah, you you had an education. <laughs> I had an, I had a semester abroad in Erie. Um, <laughs> I I I learned that I'm pretty pretty lucky to be doing this because I got to I got to experience one of those things that goes viral that is talked about on dirt sheets right there next to me, mm-hmm. and I got to see it, and I got to see how the dirt sheets kind of bend things a little bit to be sensational, but the truth of the matter is Wardlow, Lady Frost, Victor Benjamin, all those guys and gals. Um, and revenge is one hell of a show. And if you're in Erie or you live in the Buffalo area, um, go down. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it is nice because it is a nice intersection, right? It's two hours from Pittsburgh. It's uh, I think we drove an hour and a half from this side of Cleveland because we, we were at I we talked about last night being AIW the night before just hanging out. And I say, what is it like uh, an hour and a half? To two hours from buffalo so it really is a nice intersection and the talent is a nice intersection because they're a lot of times from all those areas you know i know i know we had several talents from you know colin including colin and, and a bunch of other guys from from rochester uh new york as well so it's, it's a pretty cool mix that they have going on there so really i really appreciate that because it is like a like wrestling multi you know uh midwest wrestling uh uh melting pot right a little bit up there so um and it's really cool and it's it's i you know from everything i've seen it's it's the biggest show in town um they're then they'd always been doing it was really cool to have something it is funny because revenge started and it was the only thing happening in downtown area and that was part of the mission was to have something um it was mentioned again uh in something i saw about you know they had the wednesday night uh thanksgiving eve show right i don't know if you heard this um and apparently it used to be tradition eerie in that same room that they would have Thanksgiving Eve boxing matches. So they are now, you know, they now do that for Thanksgiving Eve. Right. Um, so to see that happening, but then now we're at this point where they had competition in downtown area, which usually has nothing. <laughs> so, so eerie say, thank you. Revenge pro. Um, Mike, how about you? What'd you learn? Um, so I read um, former WWE writer Brian Gowartz's book over the past week. Oh, yes. Uh, a former writer for I, WWE, yeah. uh, I think it was like the one that The Rock would always request. He, promos, uh, think, yeah, right? he, he works with The Rock now. He works, he, like he writes Young Rock. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I I learned I learned way too much <laughs> about uh the mind of Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Way too much. Um, I also learned like I I relearned like and it would this being confirmed by me to WWE writers. WWE and Saturday Night Live are have so much in common. It's ridiculous. I believe it. Are we uh, get the right for a weekly television that goes out live. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. But now, yeah, be- now imagine that stage moves from city to city. <laughs> yeah, and and imagine that um, you don't get a summer break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, it, it's just crazy. Like, cause he would talk about uh, how like when The Rock would go to SNL. The Rock would occasionally request him to help work on, you know, bits for The Rock, and it's just like even going him going into the writers' room in SNL, he felt like he was a kid sitting in the writers' room at WWE all over again. Like it was very, <laughs> it was very weird. Like it, it was, it was honestly a good read. I'd recommend it to mm-hmm. anyone who's just curious about that that aspect of the business. But uh, I also learned that you know. The wrestlers were real assholes in the late nineties, because they they made they made a writer take a bump in the ring, like okay. and not just not just like not just like a back bump, like a power bump. Oh, okay. And and it's like and he and you know he goes on to say like that kind of thing would never happen now, but like. You really get the Wild West guy mentality from what it was like in the late 90s. And um, it's bizarre. I do see that this is on Audible. Yes, that's how, that's how I read it. Okay, so the, the Audible is, is worthwhile? So yes. Is it him? Yeah, it's not, it's not him reading it. Oh, I see. So, yes. there's, so there's a couple of pronunciation things. But, um, but yeah, it, it's overall very good. Oh, looks like I'm signing back up for Audible, guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so no that's one i want to listen to and um and maybe that's how i'll catch up with my reading <laughs> a little that, bit that's what i've been doing yeah I, I'm, that's what we're doing. I'm reading game of thrones right now oh boy yeah again i can't do fiction i i just i just can't do audio fiction um oh well if if you do sign up for audible again sir mm-hmm. and after you listen to the brian gord's book get the history of saturday night live okay that oh that was really good and the history of the daily show Oh, that could be fun. Yeah. Could be Both are fun. very good, and the History of Daily Show even has some stuff from Mick Foley in it. Uh, confirming, Tina says, wasn't Brian the former head of SmackDown Creative at some point? Uh, Raw. Raw, okay. Raw Creative. Yes. Um, yeah, he, he, uh, he, the, the subtitle for the book is the at one time seventh most powerful man in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, Podner was telling me it's actually between the shows uh, part of this experience. He was at KSWA in Verona this weekend. He says he learned that Rev is very, very good and had the KSW crowd in his hands. Also, I have photo room issue per sort. Yeah, he's he's photo rooming stuff and 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 creating some images. And I, I think he has a problem. And I know this because because it's in the corner of the of every photo photo room it's, a, it's an app on ios that he talked to us about a couple weeks ago on awesome cast and he's been making a lot of stuff um so uh we, we we decided to have an intervention he also learned wendy chu when they let her go is awesome and legos are the most dangerous weapon yes 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 and I, speaking of legos yes or, or or building blocks building blocks in a couple weeks we will be having the building blocks death match at 2pw so 
I'm sure if you go to 2PW, you will be able to get details on that because it's involving yep. the sexy, talented dudes. Yep. Uh, Rev, the Apex, is uh, also involved in that, I believe, and mm-hmm. uh, Brotherly Love, um, yes. Ricky Dawkins and Cliff Klepto, who uh, have really impressed me. Rev, not so much. Sorry, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rev, win the RWA championship uh, sometime this year. Well, first you got to win the match on Saturday, but mm-hmm. then I might actually respect. Hey, I want to give a shout out brotherly love because um they were they were oh. around and and yeah. helping um on Saturday night and uh they were they were I don't know, it was it was good to work with them. Um Yeah, let me know. let me drop character for a second. <laughs> Ricky What? And K-Fame Cliff. on this show? What the fuck are what? you talking about? <laughs> um Ricky and Cliff are are two of the uh the most humble guys that honestly like I I I smirch them as part of Kincaid yes, or yes. in 2PW. But when I say they've had one of the best years I've seen doing this, they have mm-hmm. had one of the best years I've seen. Right. They're personable. And one of the coolest things, again, dropping character, um, I've seen them go over things mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. in, in situations. They still are not afraid, despite the fact that they've had very early success, they're still not afraid to ask the vets for, Good. for Good. advice Good. and to listen. And they they were setting up. They've had one of the biggest years uh, in this area, and they helped set up Revenge. If you don't because, know, oh sorry, go ahead. Because just because. <laughs> um, and if you don't know them, uh, there's a tag team is mostly in this area. I think they wrestle, yeah. um, and uh, they are uh, uh, quote unquote from Philly, which of course in Pittsburgh. I think Ooh, I think we know how they're think, over. They, and they're over as Philly guys, right? Yeah, and they're yeah. over as Philly guys. They come around with a can of cheese whiz and whiz guys. They 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 like they're putting cheese whiz in fans' mouths, like on their entrance and everything. And and sometimes they'll use it in a match or something like that. Um, you're just like you know you, when when you first see them, you're just like, oh, these guys are coming out and you know whatever. They're, they're not even. Hardly wearing wrestling gear, you know, this is a BS kind of thing. But they're they're working their ass off and they're doing good. They're getting reactions. Uh, we see my two PW bit. I think they've been around a few other promotions in the area too. Um, so 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 uh, shout out to them. Keep an eye on them. I think they're going to be doing some pretty cool things in the next um, the next uh, couple of years. Um, I'm hoping so. Um, that's good. Uh, the, the more more tag team wrestling right is this is like the women's wrestling problem book, right book more tag, book more tag, tag matches, matches but also the same thing happens in an area with tag teams that happens like with the women that we've complained about is you see the same teams over and over and i'm i'm always happy when i see one that looks like a good functional not thrown together actually getting booked as tag team somewhere um kind of team like that you know that's really cool to see which means there is more people you know there is god there are more people in the area for like guys like the main event like listen i love them everybody's amazing but how many times do i need to see a main event versus money shot match across three states um so um but but you know that's that's that kind of thing um so and of course everything was incredible with that four-way that we talked about earlier at revenge oh my god yeah if you watch one thing from the revenge show uh, you're an idiot because there were like all the matches were great, but that tag team scramble was phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to shout out Dior Castro, who's the third member of Brotherly Love because I didn't mention him because, but he is also a very young, very phenomenal in ring talent. Um, there, Cliff, I uh, and, Rick, and, and Ricky and Dior, I 
popped you guys. I gave you guys the rub. They don't ever ask me. Please don't ever whiz me again because shoot, cheese whiz is awful. I hate it. <laughs> I learned every wrestling show that serves beer should serve Broken Skull Ranch beer. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. I mean, sense. maybe maybe not AEW. Well, okay, maybe not AEW. I mean, indie show. Come on. Um, no, listen. Steve Steve Austin on his podcast has talked about AEW more than AEW talks about AEW. <laughs> so at some point, give him the plug and sell his beer. There you go. There you go. Um, so, no, that, that, no, I appreciated that. that they, they were serving that at the Odeon for AIW um, on Friday night. And um, that's why you have a very interesting TikTok um with me with the police um from friday night uh so <laughs> follow sorgatron on tiktok um and let me make sure this wait if you drink steve austin's beer do you automatically get arrested i mean i was very close to police that were doing some police things um is okay. all and and everything so that's all i'm going to say uh no incidents no incidents to report uh, that time um <laughs> only ran from the police once in my life but anyways, that's a story for another day. Tony Kincaid, thank you so much for joining us this week. Talking up RWA, you'll be at uh, Ringing Wrestling Lines, rwalive.com for more information on that show. And of course, we'll be sharing a lot of that. Watch the Spotlight Show. Watch the Spotlight Slam Show. We'll keep you updated on all the shows that we're involved in over there. Yeah, please please come out if you're in the West Union area. Check it out. It's going to be a good night of wrestling. Uh, also check out in September. Uh, we'll have more information on the other VA show for in September after this one to PW from the side, uh, September 24th. Oh, damn. Did they barely post that, post that poster? Oh, uh, I don't is know. It, if is it public yet? yet I thought I was hoping it was a joke, but um, no, no, that, that poster needs to be real. And I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, September 24th. Don't Google the title of the show by itself. Yeah, did you just see... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're just going to leave it there, which means all of you are going to Google it right now to see what we're talking about that comes up um, if your safe search isn't on. Um, so, uh, do it in incognito mode. Yeah, just, yeah, I probably want to do that. So Trust me. Um, yeah. Um, well, just let other people... I know they're just like, just do whatever you want with that information. But Mad Mike 483 on the tweets. Yeah, I, I tweet about things and stuff and Johnny Gargano. Johnny Bananas. I'm at Sorgatron. Also, hopefully by this time next next week we'll have uh it'll be boss time again. Yes. Um I am going to be in Lakeland, Florida this weekend uh for a um closed shoot, I suppose we can say, uh with our friends. I'll be hanging out with some I think I'll be hanging out with some friends from Lockheed Martin down there actually. Uh so um they have weird friends, I know. Um, but uh, but so I will be hanging out down there. The wife will be with me. We will be looking for some wrestling shows. Um, I got a couple. I'm hoping they'll find something not an hour away for Friday and Saturday night. So if anybody's got any uh, lowdown for that. I know I'm a week late for uh, NXT was apparently in that town uh, last weekend. And the AEW dark tapings were happening in uh, at Universal Studios. Um, so and uh, and as I learned, maybe I'll go see a rocket uh, take off. Because uh, NASA is going to be uh, 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 doing their Artemis mission um, to the moon, to the moon, um, <laughs> like like I think Monday morning or something. So I then uh, Missy's never seen a NASA launch. I've seen two SpaceX uh, launches. So um, that's I, of course right. I mean I kind of have to now, right, guys? It's going to be a two-hour yeah. drive, but you know, but whatever. Um, so. <laughs> Then I'll be doing that like three in the morning, Monday morning. 
but um i'm missing raw i'll go watch a rocket launch um it's it seems just so appropriate but Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, everybody, in the chat room. Thank you, everybody, on all the platforms that watched here tonight, popping in. I know we're working on that. Um, Twitter spaces, we'll get that sorted out here. I might test something here after the show. Um, but uh, thank you so much. You have... No, that's the wrong podcast. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.